Resonant Truth presents Natural Time, Mayan Astrology for a Modern Age. I'm Lisa Starr. I was raised in the faith of the Mayan sacred calendars. These ancient cycles have been resurrected for a modern audience and called Natural Time, in part because our year of uneven month lengths is, by comparison, really unnatural. I am not here to lead any kind of revolt against the Gregorian calendar, but I do want to bring the Mayan alternative to light, and I want you to know about Mayan astrology, where the passage of time and your birthday within it has deep mystical and magical significance according to indigenous spirituality. I am passionate, I am transparent, and I am emotionally available, if not volatile. And that's because I'm a blue overtone storm. You can find out what you are at ResonantTruth.com. Today on the Zulkin Count is called Blue Solar Eagle, and it is the ninth day of the Blue Hand Wave Spell. And it is the solar moon, day three. So today is called a Magic Turtle Day because it is a solar day in a solar moon. So it's an exponentially solar day. It's intensely solar. We'll talk a lot about what that means. And just like natural time is supposed to orient us to nature as well. So I just want to say aloud that even though I live somewhere where there's been a lot of rain clouds, it's been a full moon for a few days building toward it and now releasing away but it's still full which means it's still tidal and extreme and that that can create like physical tension in our bodies as we are kind of like strung along by the tidal shifts and you know lunacy is kind of attributed to moon cycles lunar cycles so good job paying attention being as still and I would say acquiescent as possible, meaning that surrender where you're like, okay, well, I don't have control over this. This is where I am controlled, essentially. This is where I have to have some deference to gravity and astronomy. And nonetheless, I am excited to be here. I had to like not podcast yesterday because (laughs) because I had a big tidal headache. And today is like a special day for me, which I will also get into. I'm kind of reluctant to talk about it somehow. I'm not at all reluctant. It's both things are happening at once. And one thing about the solar tone is that we lose a lot of control uh, about being like demure or restrained. The movement right now is toward ascent and it's fiery. And I'll explain that again. I love to re-explain a million times why the solar tone is so driven and there is just a lot of initiative we want to take. But I'm teasing that out because I want to kind of dispense with some of the blue hand wave spell stuff. Here on the podcast, I try to focus on the wave spell that we're in because I think each of you listens at a different time and that you're capable of contemplating each day as it arises like a a waking day in for example today's blue eagle tribe you can pay attention like what are birds doing around me why am I thinking so much 
I suddenly have clarity. I can I can see a solution to the problem. I am bookish and reticent socially and more observational than I am engaged. These are things that you can kind of feel your way into about birds or the eagle. And you can notice as well what I've said and other people write about this particular tribe of this day, right? So I believe that you can find your own synchronicities and methodologies for each day. That's kind of like on you and it's fun. You know, it's a great exploration of the Zolkin one day at a time. So when I was early on, I didn't really think about everything in conjunction with a wave spell. I knew that there were wave spells. I knew that when it was a particular wave spell, those themes would also arise, but I was sort of deep in the daily path and the daily reflection. So I feel like what I can offer you is to amplify your experience of the Zulkin by focusing a lot on the wave spell that we're in over 13 days. And I can also expand your knowledge and awareness of the Zulkin if you're relatively new or you have kind of had a limited um, examination, like you're kind of doing it on the light end of things, which I also totally support. That's in balance. Most people who are doing it on the light end are also incorporating many other spiritual interests and disciplines. You know, I get it. So then I want to do the heavy lifting and be like, okay, cool. You just manage the daily path and I will throw in the overarching uh, wave spells that we pass through. That's my, that's my gift to you. <laughs> that's my theme. So the overarching wave spell right now is blue hand. And please refer to earlier podcasts for some of the like origin story of blue hand. It's deeply about the deer for the Maya, the deer, the animal. Uh, but here we are, like, let's step away and be more in our modern uh, incarn incarnation of Mayan teachings. Like, how does Blue Hand kind of represent where we are culturally or in our civilization these days? And I just think it's a really functional time for doing what society slash the economic part of being like a human being in America and beyond, let's say like in Western civilization or the first world or the third world. And what is the second world? Like in any case, getting stuff done is a primary, it's a passion of our human race, but it's also a huge expectation. So if you're not getting things done and being productive, there's something wrong with you. You might have a mental illness. You may be categorized as lazy or dumb. There's my dog. Uh, so <sighs> blue hand is a time when we're kind of high functioning as humans. It supports yellow human. It's called the analog or the supportive tribe to the yellow human tribe. But think of all of us humans that listen or follow natural time and the Mayan teachings who aren't born on a yellow human day. I'm a blue storm. But I'm a human being, obviously, incarnated as such. And so there is like a lesson to be learned. Like, so if I'm a human, I'm supported by this capability of making things with my hands and not just like, ooh, I'm so dexterous, but that I get an idea in my mind's eye, which I believe kind of comes from a divine origin, right? <gasps> this is my inspiration. And then I have this incredible skill above 
all the other animals, animals that have other skills like ferocity or ability to fly or swim underwater. But our skill is using like a big brain to direct, you know, almost unconsciously our hands to be able to very carefully and in detail create things. You know, I'm an artist type, so I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, my hands allow me to create healing art. But hands allow us to create roads and bridges, and hands allow us to create meals. You know, like, it's a functional part of human survival that we have such a refined capacity to use our fingers and opposable fingers and thumbs to do so much. Always has been true. And... It still is. So I think that there's a nice like homecoming that we can do in the blue hand wave spell to kind of have some self-esteem about our humanity, like not tipping over into arrogance or pride, like I'm so good at things because we're really not great at a whole bunch of things and that's becoming more obvious these days. But we are really good at moving something from an internal kind of visionary awakening into physical manifestation. And that is probably a part of what you're up to right now. So that's kind of like a philosophical part about Blue Hand. Um, Like manual tasks come from the word uh, manos, right, in Spanish or Latin. And so this is a really good time to be doing little things with our hands, big things with our hands, like directly hands-on. And I don't want to discard like hands-on healing. I guess I just want to like say, I feel like I covered that a bit in other podcasts at this time is deeply connected to the white wizard wave spell that came just before this. And the white wizard and blue hand have an occult relationship that is very much about healing with our hands and feeling energy, um, through our hands being sensitive that's the deer antler thing I've been talking about but right now as we're kind of in the heart of in fact we're very much in the most uh, like crucial or the moment we super blast off you know in blue hand I'll talk about that I want to talk about the solar tone in the blue hand wave spell we're really in the most like highly defined creative productive moment And what is happening for you around that? For me, not a lot. Like it's just a constant interesting reflection that I burned up and out from a lot of productivity for two solid years, just constant productivity in terms of home building. But I think it's very reflective of how we all stayed busy during maybe a COVID lockdown season and found creative ways and maybe even a release of tension from having been in a grind that was alleviated by being stuck at home and and trying new ways. But the exhaustion that we emerged from our COVID experience and the fact that it was sort of extended by other waves of COVID and then it was extended by conflict around COVID and vaccines And that something that could have been maybe historically like uh, we had this hardship and then we emerged uh, triumphant hasn't had that feeling. So the levels of like burnout just in existing include like a never ending kind of despair or a sense that things haven't righted themselves. And I'm clear 
that they're not supposed to, like this uh, falling down that we did as a culture, as a world culture, you know, like, whoops, I tripped, I broke something, that moment where we need to have like a respite and recover from an injury that was sort of like a psychic wounding. Let me like tell you the whole story. And this is actually what I'm trying to talk more about in my secondary podcast, which you'll start seeing somehow in the feed. And it's not meant to be connected to natural time per se, but it's connected to my voice and what I feel and live and need to speak sometimes about watching what's happening sort of civilizationally is just that we went from like being at risk for um, falling down, you know, like exhausted, disoriented, because we've had so much tumult, uh, like politically and culturally in the last six years. So we could have fallen down easily because we were being battered around and um, it was dizzying to have all this new emergent hostility in the culture, which came around the election of Donald Trump, right? So then COVID was kind of like, oops, yeah, you know, you're going to get the virus because you're worn out. And then we had the virus and then we have like a long standing sensitivity now, like the whole world has a kind of like PTSD slash, um, you know, like long term chronic illness or injury. And we're trying to medicate and we're also trying to get healthy and shake it off. But I don't think it's meant to be an easy journey. I think it was a really sizable, systemic uh, upheaval. And so the reverb is really ostentatious. Like, what? This still is so upsetting. And climate change is right in there. I mean, I'm just speaking from, you know, Blue Hand is partly about knowing things. Like, again, I'm tilting my head because when I say knowing, my, like, upper seventh chakra the crown of my head is all that's where knowing comes from and then the brain the mind computes what's coming in like oh okay that's hitting my um mental acuity and i can interpret it this way what i feel coming in uh i can synthesize that and go oh that's what that is that's a big part of blue hand like my hands haven't done anything yet but my mind is working towards like being the filter and the channel between the inspiration and then the output in some way so the knowing is what I'm kind of expressing like you got to have some clarity as well about like what's going on in your own life I don't mean you should I mean you must be having that right now also part of the blue hand offering and then we'll see what you make of it. And there are many wave spells to come. I mean, the blue hand wave spell is the second wave spell of 20. We started, well, that's not true, it's the third. We started with red dragon, then we had white wizard, and now we're in blue hand. The third of the 20 wave spells were early on in our Zolkin. And so the knowledge, the knowing that's happening right now may not lead to instantaneous healing which Blue Hand is about, or instantaneous productivity, which Blue Hand is about. But it is that kind of filtering and clarity that we do with our mind. We work away at an idea. And it's, again, it's our sort of best human supremacy. It's what gives us so much power, even though 
There are big animals that could just eat us like those alligators do. Um, so, I might come back around and a little bit different. Let me explain this to podcast listeners. When I record now, I... <laughs> I'm looking at a video of myself. So some people might be like, she's strange and different. It's true. I'm including myself, even though it's sort of side eye. I'm not looking at myself. I'm just observing that myself exists every time I talk now. And I apologize if that feels like it dilutes the message. That's part of the reason I'm actually doing a secondary podcast that doesn't go up uh, in a video way because... There is something really subliminal and private and dreamlike about speaking without any, you know, thought of where I'm looking or how I look. And yet, I really want the message that I deliver in Natural Time, the podcast, to be reaching as many people in the way they enjoy it. And uh, that's super important to me, who's worked so hard for a long time. That's true, that I expand my reach. So thanks for enduring change. I'm not abandoning anyone. And in fact, I think that the other podcast is really just for people who like my voice and may discover that they like it without being interested in astrology. Because I just feel very emotional about the things I observe personally, sort of privately, as well as generally. And I feel like we all need more support. I'm trying to explain that later. I'll explain that later. But it's a knowing that's coming with my blue hand time. I'm guided by this wave spell. You have a wave spell you're guided by. And I would want you to be paying attention on the days that guide you, as well as the wave spells that guide you, because you get all this clarity. It's like a gift. It costs you nothing. It's like going to see a specialist or an incredible psychic and you can receive your own oracle or diagnosis just by listening and observing what's happening. Okay, so the solar tone is completely informing this rush of words and this fiery directivity that I have. Like, I can't claim any... Um, like this is not <laughs> this is not me. This is me speaking to you in the solar tone, representing. We have the solar moon day three twenty five left to go. It's a twenty eight day Mayan month, the ninth of thirteen, and it's the ninth day of thirteen as well. And that's why it's the solar moniker is the same as the number nine. In this system, we don't use numbers, we use like adjectives to describe moving through a count because the count isn't just like a pile of things like one and then and here's another and here's another and look, I have this many over here, like let me push these to the side, count more and add more. It isn't that kind of an assessment. Instead, it's describing the shape of a wave and the wave is broken up into three stages or excuse me 13 stages and so each stage of the wave has an adjective to describe 
what's happening when we reach it. So a wave is something that looks like it's climbing and then it falls apart. I mean, that's not exactly what like a wave form is. Like I would sort of really amateur description is like, no, it's not about climbing and falling. That's what ocean waves do. They work with gravity, but waveforms are more about like building of tension and then tension snapping. Like there's always an acceleration happening to the point of undoing. I think that would describe like a waveform in nature. Like fractals are the same, but I am so ignorant. They were on trend like 10 and 20 years ago. I never figured out what was going on there. But if you know about it, then you could teach it this discussion of wave spells a really different, innovative way, and I would learn. The way I teach it is just think about how life is full of things that sort of start slow or they start suddenly, but the change, uh, the reaction to the suddenness sort of has to build slowly. But then things are like smoother sailing. Like there is inertia and then there's action and energy and things are in motion. And then they kind of spin out of control. <laughs> and that's uh, when it stops. That's like the end. And that I love, besides talking about ocean waves, I love talking about drama arcs and kind of let's all remember Shakespeare and what we learn in high school, maybe. That there's kind of a dilemma and things begin and there's an adventure and it builds to a crescendo, a crisis point. And that crisis point is dramatic and it could be comedic or could have a tragic undertone and then everything culminates sort of resolves very quickly compared to the adventure that went on uh, that we that we uh, watched in a Shakespearean drama and that that is just the arc of drama that's been described since the Greeks and continues in Hollywood movies and blah 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 like it has the same layout and that's what wave spells have <laughs> you know we're just living our own uh storyline or our own reality tv show in our the privacy of our own homes where there's a structure uh the 13-day or 13-moon structure 13 years the wave spell structure is things start in a kind of opaque turgidity but they start we feel a starting point and it takes a while for us to kind of understand or get with the motion that's happening and the motion is toward rising and kind of racing accelerating and aiming for the sky like that's what you see in the ocean waves and that's how I feel like even if something isn't gravitationally rising to the sky it's racing for freedom you know tension is being alleviated by racing towards release and then finally the release happens and maybe in a big bang and on our wave spells we feel it as like falling back to earth and then uh, things calm down and the next one begins. So I'm really over invested in this storyline about 
wave spells. If you're like a longtime listener, I have so much sympathy that you might just fast forward when I start this diatribe as if it were an ad, you know, 15 seconds. Oh, she's still talking about it, <laughs> you know. But I mean it so passionately, and I think it's foundational to what I bring as a teacher. And I'm trying to like personally live and it's pretty easy for me to at this point. You know, I started very heady in childhood, coming out of trauma and being raised by a blue eagle parent. Like, what feeling in my body? So what I'm telling you is how to feel, feel, embody time per the Mayan description. You know, feel the inertia at the beginning and feel the acceleration right now because the solar tone, the ninth of 13, is right right at the end of the acceleration. It is the acceleration. We're putting fire, igniting everything that's come behind us before this moment is suddenly blasting off. I mean, it's not sudden because it, everything behind us has allowed us to make this push. Kind of reminds me of like the wind sprint that you do at the end of a long road race. Like, do you do that? <laughs> you know, go running when you're a kid. There'd be a race and they train you like you see the finish line and you just really everything you have left in the tank. You expend it in order to like beat someone or have the best time. So I think that's part of what's happening here. We really only get until the number 10, the 10th stage to have a peak experience in each wave spell. So this is the ninth. So there's a lot of drive and then it's going to plateau in the, ninth, in the next one, the planetary moon or the planetary day tomorrow, uh, we plateau and there's a cap on our growth. The word solar suggests fire and it suggests the sun. Both are all powerful and we have fire in our bodies from how our heart beats and how we like digest nutrients and give ourselves like that fire in our belly. So right now we really are in the element fire and you can feel it. We went from the galactic moon, which I thought had so much murkiness and like, oh God, you're asking me to integrate. You know, earlier in this podcast, I described all the things that we have to integrate over the last six years, and bah, it's a lot. But we're doing it. We did enough of it in 28 days in the last moon that we get to be kind of set free from that exercise and be like, okay, now, like, the parent's been holding our hand, the dog's been on the leash, finally we're off leash, we're set free, liberated to run, race, be wild, or just be unfettered, and an ache for ease, which I, again, to me, there's a sun god, right? We're literally dependent on the sun for life on earth, but then there's the metaphor of like, it's enlightenment and illumination, it comes from out there, okay, like the sun. So in the solar tone, we want the sun. We're trying to rejoin the sun. We're like little em emissaries of the sun, trying to get home, trying to, you know, be loyal. I will act like the sun because it's the solar time. I am, yeah, okay. So, <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm going to be making the other podcast right away, and it has many more confessional tales. I'm just mentioning that because um, there's just a lot of emotional content that I don't like squeezing into, you know, I want new listeners to feel at home here, and you don't know some of my backstory, but I am a clairvoyant, and I want to talk from that place of uh, questioning and answering, like, what is going on if we're looking at the energy and the unconscious aspects of our everyday lives right now? So to be continued, um, what we can look for coming up in the next few days until I'm back pretty soon is just the leveling off, like the solar energy of the of the tone being both in our day and in our moon right now, making it so amplified means that of necessity tomorrow is going to be less fiery. It's going to be a planetary day. And that means that we're kind of slowing down our explosive growth and our aspiration to just go and go and go. Like, nope, the parent runs after the kid and kind of pulls them away from being too free. And it's the end of the dog's freedom off leash. We need to kind of turn around and go home. So you'll feel that restraint uh, on this Friday tomorrow, uh, Yellow Planetary Warrior. And then on Saturday, you'll have all the spectral energy, which is the undoing of tension and the release and the reorientation to um, being more earthy. It's red spectral earth. So blue hand isn't very grounded, even though blue hand makes things that live on earth that function on earth that help us exist on earth red earth the spectral day coming on saturday is just a primal experience of earth earth has much longer like longevity and supremacy over the human race so we drop into something more vast and we earned it we got all wild and now we're going to return to kind of the source of our incarnation which is this planet I'm Lisa Starr, I am another yourself, and in my own we say, in my